Welcome to Group Talk, a podcast conversation from the Small Group Network, focusing on topics relevant to small groups ministries. Whether you're in a church of 100 or 10,000, whether you are a volunteer or staff, we want to support, encourage, and equip you to lead well. So relax and listen to today's program. Welcome to Group Talk, one podcast featuring two unique shows. Hey friends, it's Derek here along with your other host, the man, the myth, the legend in his own mind, Steve Gladen. Oh, wow. We're starting this Monday off strong. <laughs> How was your Mother's Day? No, it's great. Uh, you know, it's fun we have older kids because they do everything. So they shop, they get the cards, they do it all. But like uh, most husbands, uh, if you don't show up with something too, you, even though she's not my mother, uh, you'll be in the doghouse, but it was fun. But how about you? Now you've had a lot of, you've had quite a bit of drama. Your grandmother passed away. Did she I? did. She passed oh, away. Yeah, this last week. So that's 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 a whole new spin on Mother's Day for your mama yeah. and yeah, stuff my mom's like my mom's first Mother's Day without a mom. So we were yeah. extra trying to be extra kind to her and doing the phone calls and the social media posts for my mom and for my wife on behalf of, of course, Azariah, my daughter, making them feel all good. Yeah, you know, you, as a dad, you just got to do it all. And as a dad with older kids, you can you can enjoy life a little bit better, but you still got to play, play in the game. So did you see the meme that Carolyn, uh, who hosts our other show on Group Talk, posted last week in the SGN Facebook group? Carolyn Takeda, I don't know if you've ever been to a Home Depot, but uh, uh, tell, tell us what it was. It was hilarious. Carolyn, I know you're listening because you love this show so much. Thanks so much for posting it. But it was this meme and it said... At the top, church notice. And then underneath that, it said, since 500 people can be in Home Depot at one time, today's service will be held in plumbing. In the plumbing department. <laughs> Too crazy. Oh, I love it. So many great memes out there. Hey, there is a lot of exciting stuff happening in our network. Yeah, network's been growing in, in a couple, two different facets. Why don't you hit the personnel and I'll hit the programming side of it. And let's yeah. just uh, update our, our uh, listeners on so many new things. And if you're out there listening going, hey, my name wasn't read. Hey, you can, we, it can be read very easily. We'll just get you to jump into the game. Yeah. It's pretty exciting how uh, big our leadership team is growing. And I want to read through a couple names. Dan Gunati has come on as our new Global Strategic Initiatives Director. Big title. I know we announced that last month, but we wanted to officially announce it here. Dan, we love you. Uh, Mauricio Rojas came on as our new Latin America director. He lives down there in Costa Rica. He's crushing it. Uh, Stefan Waldman came on as the Western Europe regional leader. So Europe's growing. Fernando Mu Wang Kang, I believe I'm saying that right. Yeah, is it's, good. it's better than what I would say. It. <laughs> our new Southern regional leader uh, on our South. East Asia team. Sean Buono, who's been one of our great bloggers, has now stepped up to the microphone and he's going to lead our, he's going to be our newsletter editor. Super excited about that. Jamie Bowman has jumped on as our new LinkedIn manager. Josh Hunt is a new blogger. And Matthew Ray has come back as our new Facebook group admin. He, he tried to leave, but like you said, Steve, we are the Borg. We will assimilate you. Nobody leaves the network. <laughs> Unless they go see Jesus. So two more for you, real quick. Alex Gonzalez comes on as our North America Spanish team director. That's a new team we're really excited about. And then Carlos Diaz is going to assist him as the U.S. regional leader for North America Spanish team. 
For the U.S. For the U.S. Yeah. So very exciting. I, I love where uh, uh, all these people are volunteering their time because we are always giving back with, with that. Uh, on the programming side, we have a couple fun new things coming out. We're getting ready to tee up and hopefully we'll be able to announce in a few weeks uh, that the podcast will go to a weekly format. And we're, we're looking at four different tracks. Uh, as a small group pastor, when I was first starting out, there were certain things I wish I would have had in my monthly diet, and I think we're going to be able to provide those. So uh, stay tuned for uh, two new shows that are going to be teeing up and the two existing ones that we're doing and Carolyn does that we're going to be a little bit more fine-tuned. So on the podcast front, that's coming out. And then uh, in the another programming side is that we're creating some courses uh, for you as the small group pastor uh, or small group point leader out there that you can uh, take you know on your own. And there, these are courses that I've designed that I wish I would have had 35 years ago when I started it in ministry. And then we're uh, on the backside of that, we'll go into filming for two for your small group leader. So excited about some courses that I'll be able to be watched globally uh, and uh, targeting, you know, this small group point people and helping them develop in their leadership where they uh, so they can do their small group ministry much, much, much more effectively. It'll be a great compliment to all the the articles and resources and podcasts that we have available for you at the Small Group Network. So just more stuff to come to help you be a sharper tool in your tool shed. More stuff to more make stuff. you more better. More better. More better. We like that. So today we are talking about the Ten Commandments for your small group, uh, small groups during COVID-19. We got 10 hot Commandments. Yeah, let me uh, kind of set this up. And uh, sorry about that, Derek. I was supposed to. I was supposed to set that up for you. Way to jump in for me and, and bail me out. But, Always here to help. But part of what we're uh, looking at is if you've been watching our Facebook group, as people are starting to think about reentry, uh, there are some that are ready. There are some that are not ready. I think in heart, everybody is ready. Uh, but the practice that come out with that is that there are some things that are happening out there in small group land. Doesn't take you um, much to read through the feed on the the Facebook group to understand there's some uh, there there's some some divides that are functioning out there so part of what we need to do is is just get the emotional uh, health of our small groups prepared for coming out of COVID-19. And part of what we want to do is lay down some Ten Commandments. These are Ten Commandments that, uh, you know, Pastor Rick has uh, been sharing on a different platform, uh, you know, towards, you know, individuals and churches and church leaders and that. Uh, but we want to take a page out of his playbook and and just get this around a little bit more towards your small groups so we can uh, help with that. And so uh, we're just going to jump in here and uh, start going. So Derek, you read them off. You can be play-by-play. -play. I'll be color commentary uh, on this, and we'll see if we, we go on each side of the fence with each other. So get All us right. going. Number one is show grace to myself and others in my small group. Okay, this is just number one that's been uh, a one of the hottest topics that people have been asking questions about in uh, in your small group. And uh, there's the part of, you know, do we wear masks? Do we not wear masks? Some people want to join. Some people don't want to get back physically. Uh, there's different opinions as wide as you can, and you can imagine. And part of what we have to understand is that we have have to uh, give grace. I love uh, James 4, 6. It says, uh, God loves to give us more grace. He opposes the prideful, 
but he gives grace to the humble. And one of the sayings we have at Saddleback Church is grace, grace, grace. And as we start to go down this road of of the world re-entering back into a new normal, we have got to show grace to those people in our small group. We've got to show it to ourselves because uh, we may be carrying too much burden ourselves, and we're going to talk about that in one of the later commandments we're talking about. But you have got to show grace to the people in your group. Uh, You've got to, uh, this. everyone is at an emotional place that is very, very different. Uh, Everyone's got a, uh, the extroverts are starving to get back together. The introverts are just like going, I'm digging this, and this is, this could be my lifetime piece and everything in between because everyone is taking this and you have to as a as a group leader the number one commandment you have to do is show grace to the people they may have different opinions than yours we're going to talk through some practical ways on through these 10 commandments on how to to give people some options but everybody is in an emotional place that is very different and lead by grace and help them just to know that they are loved uh, even with a different opinion, uh, but we'll take it on a little bit further. So good. Number two, start and end each day refueling your soul. You know, yeah, as, as your group leader, you you have got to uh, take the lead into this. Uh, Psalm uh, 92 uh, two says, every morning, thank God for his love and every evening, Thank him for his faithfulness. And I love what uh, Pastor Rick has been uh, you know, challenging everyone in our congregation is God's word, first word, God's word, last word. And he just talks about, you know, uh, starting the day with God's word, leave your Bible open. I, I don't have a, didn't have enough courage to raise my hand and say, hey, I, I do mine electronically through uh, the app. But, um, but he talks about leave it open on your nightstand uh, so that when you go to bed, you'll see an open Bible. Great reminder for all of us and actually read God's word at the close. But this is a soul care piece for each one of us in leadership that you've got to stay focused on what's not changing in this world. And that's the word of God. And so you've got to start your day and end your day with that. I would be challenging everybody in your groups to do the same thing. So this second commandment is just clearly in your small groups. Before you even talk about reentry, before you do anything else, start with your soul care. And that is uh, God's word, first word, God's word, last word. And this is an area I'm really trying to grow in. I'm a digital Bible reader, mostly. And so it's so easy, I'll admit, to wake up and check Instagram first thing. But uh, since Rick's really been uh, challenging our staff to do this as well, I've been waking up, I did this morning, instead of going to Instagram or whatever, checking Twitter, I open my Version Bible app. I pick out like the uh, proverb of the day and I just click the audio play button and I wake up to hearing the word and it's amazing the impact that has. So, so good. Number three, set and stick with a routine for your small group. Yeah. And this is just, it's going to be important that as you come out of this, because we're, like I said, there's going to be some people who are going to want to get together, some people who are not going to want to get together. And even when you're in a virtual place, uh, you know, here in California, uh, things are loosening up slowly. Um, But what you have to understand is stick to the routine of your group in every time. This is a play out of the playbook of what we've told group leaders is that you don't cancel a meeting, just keep it rolling. Uh, my daughter had her connect group and, um, 
and sh- that she was leading, and only one girl showed up. It was her, the co-host, and one person showed up. But she said it was the one right person, and she was a little bit more uh, to herself. But that particular time, because it was just Erica and uh, the co-host and this one girl, she chatted and chatted and chatted. And it's probably, uh, you know, Erica was saying it was one of the best group meetings that she ever had. And so what we always talk about is, you know, stick to that routine. People need structure. People need routine. And whoever shows up, shows up. If you just have one person that shows up for your group, as we're thinking through these 10 commandments, just, just keep plugging into your brain. You know, the one that shows up is the one that God wanted to be there. So just uh, stay focused on that. Pause for a minute. I love this, Steve. So you, author of Planning Small Groups with Purpose and other books, founder of the Small Group Network, I love that you just referenced that your daughter, who's in college, is still in a small group. Yeah, and technically she's out of college now, so thank the Lord with that. So had awesome. a virtual graduation, which was very weird. Small group family, I love it. Number four, stop political or dividing conversations in your small group. Okay, good Lord. I am just going crazy with some of the feeds that I'm reading. And so, you know, always during an election year, pre-COVID, we would always go, stay away from political charge things. Just stay away from all that kind of stuff. And here's where we're going to get a little bit more into the practice of some things you can do. But do not gravitate towards what the enemy wants you to do. He loves divisiveness. And obviously, we know in our brain, hey, do if we get into a politically charged conversation, somebody's going to lose. I mean, because our, our country, at least in the United States, is more divided than it's ever been, and all across the planet it is. But now that we have an epidemic and we're, we're talking about reentry, everybody's going to be in a different frame of mind of where we're going. And so you want to keep sticking to uh, the Bible. Um, You know, I love Psalm uh, 119.37. It says, keep me from paying attention to what is worthless. And part of what we got to understand, it doesn't matter if people want to join you physically or non-physically, uh, stay virtually. You may be in your small group and you may be still meeting uh, virtually and you don't have to wrestle with that. You don't have to wrestle with, are you wearing a face mask? Are you taking your temperature? Are you doing stuff like that? But as we start to go into re-entry, as we start to even toy with some of these conversations, there are going to be people in your group that don't want to jump in immediately to a physical environment. Don't gravitate towards trying to force everybody to meeting physically, but embrace that people are going to be at different extremes. And you can have some people uh, watching your group virtually and some people that are physically together. Uh, You know, if everyone wants to get together physically, you know, you can just, you know, set the ground rules. You got remember our first commandment, you got to lead with grace and just find out. Is everybody comfortable wearing a mask? Because we know that's very, very important. Are people okay with an environment that you know is you know in that particular home? Again, don't get bent out of things, but you can't ask, you got to anticipate where your people are. And you got to talk to people prior to your group meetings. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit of, in, in a couple moments. But the first thing you got to understand is don't head towards dividing conversations in your group. Work towards the harmony. Work towards, you know, where people are going to be at in different places. So, you know, answer the questions ahead of time. Think through, hey, do we want masks? Do we not want masks? Do we, uh, how do we feel about, you know, just, you know, you know, 
you know, the hygiene side of it and what you want to do. And just, you may want to start meeting outside as a group since it, at least in the Northern hemisphere, uh, we are uh, heading into the, the summertime. You may want to meet outside uh, Southern Hemisphere. I'm not sure what you're going to do, but you just got to figure all these things out. But, you know, don't don't get divisive in those moments. Lead with grace and have great conversations that are very God-centered and filled with love. Number five. Touch base with members between meetings. And this is the best way, and we probably should have done this, uh, you know, the other way around. We should, five should be four and four should be five. But again, this is, you know, when you're touching base with people beforehand, as the leader, you can find out the temperature of where everyone's at. And so when you're, no pun intended, by the way. And so as you're talking to them, just ask them, you know, how are you feeling about coming back together again? See where they're at so you can help navigate. If you talk to everybody in your group and they're not feeling about, if no one's feeling comfortable about getting together physically, don't meet physically. You, you can still accomplish what you want to accomplish, you know, uh, in, in group life by doing it virtually for, for right now. We know face-to-face -face is best, you know, don't send me the hate mail uh, or email, but understand that you got to, if you're talking to people between your meetings, you're going to be able to help soothe them when you're having the discussion when your when your group is together. So make sure that as the group leader, you're touching base with everybody between that time, uh, and just you know connect with them. Number six, share your feelings with your group instead of stuffing them. Yeah, and now here's where the rubber hits the road in group life. You know, we are more compressed, more stressed, more dealing with uh, stuff of anxiety. Uh, there's so many articles that are floating around. But how authentic are we in our groups? And uh, I love this piece about, you know, you got to share your feelings with your group. And so often, you know, our defense mechanisms will always say, oh, let's just say it's nice. I, I read a great post um, uh, on Mother's Day because uh, I try not to, to post too much because um, I take a page out of our church's playbook and just say, you know, Sometimes posts can lead to jealousy, and so you don't want to try and go too far that way. But I love this one post I read from one of our group members, and this, um, this said, uh, had a great day, got breakfast in bed, family had a big fight, and then we made up, and then uh, it was hashtag real life. And, and, you know, how often do we hear families that have, you know, fights when they're, uh, you know, on Mother's Day? It's always, you know, you know unicorns and rainbows and all, all that, <laughs> that, that great stuff. But, you know, ha share those feelings and, and spend some time in your group, not just saying, you know, just the surface part, but try to go deeper and say, you know, how are we wrestling with this, with the issues that are in front of us? And, you know, everyone may not, but, you know, it's, there's always that line that your stomach keeps score and you got to, you got to do that. Um, James uh, 5.16 says, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. And this is a great opportunity to get authentic community just floating uh, where you're at and just to understand that, you know, uh, uh, and I, I love these little rickisms. It just he kills me so much. He, he said, uh, don't repress and don't su suppress, but express and confess. Wow. That's so tweetable. It's sickening. <laughs> but uh, at Rick Warren, uh, uh, with that, but, you know, you, you don't want to repress it. You don't want to suppress it. 
uh, but you want to express and confess it to your group. So uh, part of one of the commandments you can do, and we're going to have these 10 commandments in the show notes so that you can help with your uh, small group, but it'd be a great piece to uh, to send it to them and help them, you know, say, as we're, as we're going in this, these are some good commandments to stay focused on. On the number seven, which is God's number. Huh, I like so this, this one's going to be really good. Okay. Seek group advice before making major decisions. Yeah, there uh again Proverbs is loaded with all kinds of uh, Proverbs 11:14 says there is safety in seeking multiple counsel. Uh, I mean, just tell me that's that that's not good enough, but uh Proverbs 15:22 our plans often fail because we don't seek advice, but listen to good counsel will bring success. And this is the beauty of your group. Uh, and I would say this is some. This is a great commandment that applies to every part of your life if you're thinking through major decisions as you're trying to figure out what to do in your group uh, in the future. Uh, obviously, you want, you know, the counsel of many is wise and to see what's going on, but, but also just in other things. And this is, you know, not only just ta- bringing up prayer requests, but seeking advice and seeking the counsel. Um you know, there's been so many studies uh, by Dr. Bruce Perry. Uh, we talked about in one of our podcasts, Four Questions for Reentry, and we uh, in the show notes, we gave some great links to some of his work. But there's been a lot of neurological studies that have been done, and so many studies that, that encompass the brain, that what this, uh, this COVID-19 has brought is that shows that when there's high stress and there's so many uh, things that you're doing and dealing with isolation is that the decision-making part of your brain is really hampered. And so it's just great before you make a great, a wide, before you make a big decision, be focused and saying, you know what, my brain is not functioning at the optimum performance that I think it is. And so when you're making major decisions, Bring other people into it and say, hey, what do you think? And, and get their advice and uh, just understand that the the studies, and I'd refer back to that last podcast that we did a couple shows ago on four questions for reentry. Uh, the links in those show notes are just uh, so valuable. Number eight, pace your small group time. Yeah, and part of this, I would just say, uh, variety is the spice of life. And again, this is a page out of the playbook of um, – uh, you know, our, our own small groups uh, prior to, to COVID-19 and that we, we would always try to think through, okay, in our group time, you know, obviously, you know, curriculums are good, but you also want to, you know, put in, you know, are there fellowship moments that you need? Are there different types of discipleship pieces you need? What are some serving opportunities you can do? Uh, what are some outreach opportunities you can do? Uh, what what are worship things you can do? And so for us, we're always trying to think through is, you know, when you're pacing your group time, you know, even in sometimes as we've been in this virtual thing, we, we've really picked up whether we've known it or not, but the same old, same old is kind of tough. And so uh, you've got to... You got to pace. You got to do that variety thing different, and that's why with Zoom, uh, you can do the breakouts. You can do polling uh, that that's in the Zoom part. There's um, you know games you can do. Uh, we just did sc- uh, scribble uh, over the weekend. Uh, you know through a family call. 
so there's so many different things you can do that that can bring variety to it. And so as you're as you're setting the pace for your group time, one of the commandments you got to do is that I'm going to add variety to this. It is this not going to be the same old, same old, you know, icebreaker, go to the group meeting, uh, I mean, do the group video and then do the discussions and do prayer requests and that's it. But again, we want to think as we're coming through this is that we, we want to set that pace so that, you know, there is variety. What, here's a great rule of thumb. What's different, what's going to be different every time our small group gets together and start to think through, okay, what is a little bit of, it doesn't have to be big, but it does have to be something that's different in there. That's a great question. What's going to be different the next time we meet? I like that. Yep. Number nine, serve those who are suffering with your group. Yeah, and this can not only be with your group or it can be also be outside your group, but the point is somebody is suffering greater than you. Uh, you know, what a great first world problem when you've got a job, when you are working through this whole problem when uh, over 20% of uh, the United States is unemployed, that uh, we're heading to the marks of the Great Depression. What a first world problem when your biggest suffering is, I've had three Zoom meetings back to back and I'm tired. And, and I get that. We covered that. You, you are going to be tired. There is there is Zoom fatigue. There are that. But if you don't get outside of yourself, and that's one of the things we do in support groups and recovery groups, you've got to get outside of yourself and figure out who is suffering more than you. Is somebody in your group suffering? Is somebody outside your group suffering? But you've got to figure out how can I do something? How can I I, I reach out and take care of that. And again, when you're when you're thinking through this again, there are two big pockets of people that are suffering more than other people are. And those are elderly, uh, and especially the widows in the elderly that, that are suffering. And then there are obviously those that are going through physical things. I mean, I'm sorry, with the elderly and widows, I would put orphans and, you know, those that don't have parents, obviously, those, that's a people group that is being, uh, you know, going through extra stress during this time. But there's also the, the people groups of those that are just having, they're jobless. They, they have experienced a loss that uh, is, you know, maybe job, maybe, you know, for us in a minor side, we didn't have a graduation, but we had people that rallied around us from our small group and, you know, made it a very special time. So there's, there's different types of pockets of people that are out there that are, are hurting and they're suffering and each suffering has different degrees. So, but no matter what suffering you're going through, there are always those that are going to have something greater than what you're going through. So as a group, be mindful of that. That can also play into, you know, setting the pace of your group time. You want to be thinking through that and, and, and trying to think through, okay, how can we, you know, help and, and during this time of stress? And number 10, it's the last one, but it's got the longest title. So it means it's probably going to be pretty awesome. Control what's controllable. Do your best. Let God do the rest. Well, you need, that, that was close. That was close. But it was control what's controllable. Trust God for the rest, which, uh, you know, uh, you're taking a, a phrase that I was pitching <laughs> to you before because I was talking to him, you know, with Ethan. I always tell him, you know, do your best. Let God do the rest. And so there's a there's a play on both of those. But here's the, the commandment that the, what we're trying to get from the heart of this. And even uh, even. Uh, Abraham, uh, that 
James was uh, quoting in James 2, uh, he says in verse 22, we see what his faith and his actions work together. His faith was made complete by what he did. And part of what we've got to think through here is there's things that we can control in this environment. There are things that we can't control. Uh, government is all over the map on it's open. It's not open. Uh, it's open. We take it away from you. Things like that. There, there are things outside of what medical science is trying to figure through with a vaccine. There are things that our government is trying to figure in and all down the lines of government. Uh, you know, from the top all the way down to the city officials, everyone's got a different opinion. And those things, they're just not in our control. Uh, but, you know, the things that they that they do outline for us that we can do once they settle in, there are things that we can control. We got to show up and do what we can do. There are things that scientists told us so that we, we should do. You know, we should wear a mask when we're in public. Um, we, we should, you know, take extra cleansing things and washing your hands and don't touch your face, all the things, cough into your elbow. And there's all these things that, you know, we can control. These are, there are things before us in this, in this pandemic that we can control. And, uh, but there's also things that are out of our control. And part of that is that we've got to give that to God. And that's why these other previous commandments that we talked about, when you do them, you're bringing those things that you got to trust God for, you're bringing those to the group. You know, there, there are the, the pieces that we've just got to understand. We've got to do what we can that God has equipped us to do, and then clearly let God do what we, you know, only God can do. And that's what I love. And, you know, that's how I distilled it down is do your best and then let God do the rest. So give us a recap one more time, Derek, of the top 10 commandments for your small group. Number one, show grace to myself and others in my small group. Number two, start and end each day refueling your soul. Number three, get set and stick with a routine for your small group. Number four, stop political or dividing conversations in your group. Number five, touch base with members between meetings. Number six, share your feelings with your group instead of stuffing them. Number seven, seek group advice before making major decisions. Number eight, pace your group time. Number nine, serve those who are suffering with your small group. And number 10, control what's controllable let God do the rest. You just have a tough time with that, you know? Control what's controllable. Trust God for the rest. <laughs> Come on, baby. You're, you're worse than me. But uh, anyways, take these 10 uh, commandments and uh, uh, feed them to your small group. You Obviously, you can adjust them for, for whatever your context is. But these are, you know, commandments. We're, we're getting to our small groups, and we're just trying to help everyone get on the same page because uh, the, the sea out there is a little bumpy. Uh, I love another uh, Rickism that he said. He said, you know, we're all going through the same storm, but we all have different vote, boats. And some of us have little rowboats and some of us are in pontoons that, you know, the water splashing up all the time and getting tipped over. Uh, some of us are in yachts. Some of us are in cruise lines. Some of us are oil tankers. You know, the, the, the motifs go on and on. Uh, but my point is, is that, you know, lead the charge and set the ground rules for each one of your groups because 
Everybody is going at this a different way. You set the these uh, 10 commandments for your small group during COVID-19, and it'll help re-entry go a lot easier. With that, we say blessings to each one of you. Stay safe. Derek and I are doing our best. We stay six feet apart. We're masking up and uh, doing everything that we can. Yeah, thanks for joining us, friends. Uh, stay up to date with all of our COVID-19 small group resources by going to smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash COVID-19. Have a great week. Bye. Hey, Small Group Network family. Jason Banzoff here, Group Talk producer and Small Group Network creative arts director. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Group Talk. And thank you so much to Steve and Derek for that great episode. Now, before we go, let's talk about a few things. Stay up to date with all of our COVID-19 small group resources by bookmarking smallgroupnetwork.com slash COVID-19, where you can find all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Also, if you're on Facebook, join our dynamic Facebook group community that has now surpassed 4,500 members and learn from the thousands of small group ministry ideas, interactions, and questions. Also, answers found here. And huddles. Huddles are like small groups for small group point people and a great way to find support and share your ideas. Our huddles are found all over the world. And we just had a few new huddles started in North Dakota, Hawaii, and India. Invite two or more friends and start a huddle online or over coffee today. Visit smallgroupnetwork.com slash huddles. Thank you so much for joining us again this week, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Group Talk. We invite you to subscribe to the podcast through iTunes and get new episodes downloaded automatically. Also, if you enjoy this program, please take a few minutes to give us a positive rating on iTunes so that other small group point people can find us more easily. We encourage you to visit our website at smallgroupnetwork.com to access our library of free resources, connect to a huddle with other small group ministry leaders in your area, read our blog articles, or join us on our Facebook group. Don't forget to use the hashtag SGNet when engaging with your social media channels. Thank you for your support.